Good evening, one and all. Welcome along. We made it just in time. Graham was sitting here with about 10 seconds to go, wondering where the rest of us were. We've made it. Oh, it, it was me, is... actually. It was me. <laughs> and uh, it is season four, episode 53, and we are on to mock draft 1.0. How are we doing, gentlemen? Not too bad. Not too bad. How's yourself? I'm not doing too bad. Not doing too badly at all. <clears throat> Me, we haven't seen you in a few weeks. How are things? I just wish we weren't talking about the draft. I know. We were talking draft, about other yeah. things, but I know. Um, Super Bowl weekend as well. Yeah, you know, teams teams started talking about the draft a hell of a lot quicker than we did. So hey ho. Yeah. I think the Bears started talking about it in October. Yeah. So, I was I was going to say the preseason. so the the plan for tonight is and lauren will be joining us presently he just he's just doing an up a couple of updates on his laptop we're gonna do a first round mock draft um we are gonna someone is going to take each each fourth pick so i think um I can't remember what way it is i think graham you you're first up are you for the bears i pick first with the bears and then, and then I think it's Lorne is second, Paul is third, and then I'll take the every fourth pick. That's right. That's the way we're gonna right. we're gonna do. Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna have any trades or anything like this, but we'll try and we'll try and see how how we get on. And so you know, before everybody starts panicking, it's Lorne that's picking for the Cowboys, so the pressure is off us tonight. <laughs> yeah, Rich Rich Jones is very afraid that I might be that I might get to make the pick for the Cowboys and who I might pick. So. I put, I put his mind at rest. Um, Mike does normally fill in in this slot. It's it's this is his show, but he's not. He's he's feeling a bit poorly, so I'm filling in for him this evening. So hopefully, I don't bugger it up too much whilst whilst I'm on on a Thursday night. It's not my usual slot. I can't remember the last Thursday night I was on. Enough, please. <laughs> but um. Since since Tuesday, I don't think we've had any any major breaking news or anything like that. Obviously, Brian Schottenheimer was appointed over the weekend. What are your own thoughts on that, Graham? And you know, the fact that Mike McCarthy is now going to be calling the, the plays. I mean, the, the, I I I will I will always be a, a McCarthy supporter, but even I will admit that the the seat is starting to warm a little bit. Yeah. Um I, I don't think the Joneses are gonna go down the route of being the Bengals and that they're quite happy just to reach the playoffs. I mean obviously under and the Bengals in the past where they've um his name escapes me right now. I'm really trying to remember, but there Paul was uh, no uh, Marvin Lewis. Marvin, Marvin Lewis, Lewis who took yeah. the who took the Bengals to the playoffs and lost the wild card or the divisional round. Um, eight nine years in a row. Um, I don't think Mac- McCarthy's going to get that opportunity. I think they'll, <laughs> I think they'll uh, make moves uh, yeah. if that starts to be the case. But we did get to the divisional round. Um, only, only, um, you know, only eight teams managed to do that. So that does put them in the top quarter of teams. Um, are you going to get somebody to replace them? It's better, probably not, because if you're better, you've got a job. Yeah. Um, 
are you going to are you going to have the quarterback talent and you're going to have the defense and you're going to have the weapons around the quarterback all individual pieces need put together so um if he's going to if he's going to be on the hot seat let's call it at least he'll be calling the plays and he'll, he'll be mm-hmm. dying by his sword as opposed to somebody else's sword yeah. um i will admit i don't know a great deal about schottenheimer uh, i'll need to do a little bit of homework on that but yeah. This is McCarthy's appointment. Kellimer wasn't. It worked very well, but not every week, and that was the problem. So yep. if if Schottenheimer can bring it every Sunday, then I'm all for it. Just to kind of add on top of that, I think it's very bold for Mike McCarthy, and I got to show some appreciation for him, like the fact that he's willing to take more heat on his head for this as well, and also the fact that when it comes to Scott Meyer, um, I think we can appreciate the fact that we're bringing in an offensive coordinator that's trying to treat players like players and not like actual former teammates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, so, whilst we're waiting on Lauren, give give me your thoughts for Sunday's game. You know. <sighs> How how do you think it's going to go? Where is the winning and losing of this game going to be? If Kansas can stop the run play option, it's pretty much up to Patrick Mahomes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's the only really thing I can really see the Eagles do really damaging is the run play option, mm. really. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, there will be a couple of chances where Philadelphia will may have a big break, a big play type of thing, but primarily run the ball down the middle with Miles Sanders, etc. Um, but they'll probably just rely too much on Jalen Hurts to kind of like bootleg it, depending if the pocket collapses, etc. And mm-hmm. just run run the play option. So if Kansas can uh neutralize that, Kansas all the way. Yeah. It's Graham. gonna be uh, my prediction is it's gonna be a shootout and it's gonna be a quarterback driven game. Um, how is Patrick Mahomes? How is Travis Kelsey? Can mm. can um, can Hurts bring it one more time? Let's um, hope not. <laughs> how how will Jones play on the defense on you know, the Chiefs' defensive line? Because true, yeah. if he can get himself in the backfield, he he wants to be the highest paid pass rusher in the league. Um, and if he turns in three sacks on Sunday, then <laughs> get your checkbook out because he will be the highest paid defensive end or defensive lineman. Um, yeah, it's going to be down to the quarterbacks, I think. Um, if they can if they can keep Hurts in the pocket and make him throw erratically, mm. I think it's, it's the Chiefs game to lose. But from what I'm seeing, the Eagles are the favourites. Yeah. Just to remember as well, there's still questions regards to Jalen Hurts and his actual like pass accuracy. Not many people do talk about that. No. Right? Remember all last year, like Jalen Hurts was throwing balls left, right and centre. Like, it was just like to empty space and there was no one there. And yeah. he was getting picked off. And But he really cut that back and kind of relied more on his legs this year. And if you can force Jalen Hurts to make the big, more deep passes, then I think you're going to see a lot more Kansas have that. Sorry, 
let me rephrase it, it's going to be more in favour of Kansas. So, yeah. I, so I think when it comes to that type of shootout, I think Mahomes will definitely have the upper hand. But I, I do agree. As much as I hate to I hate to admit this, but the Eagles are the favourites, unfortunately. Yeah, and like I, th- I think you've both kind of been fair in your assessment because. Yeah, we try to be we try to be impartial to a certain degree. Yeah. <laughs> but J- like Jalen Hurts, as I say, he was f- five star quarterback coming out of school, went to Alabama, and the reason he left Alabama is because he couldn't get it done in the in the Natty in the championship game against Georgia. They brought in a rookie into a tag Vailoa, and he won them the national championship because Georgia played a game which kept him in the pocket and made him have to pass. Yeah. So that for me is that that that's the absolute key for me is making sure that Chris Jones keeps him in the pocket, that George Karloff just yeah. makes sure the edge is set, that they can't run outside the tackles and yes. make everything in the game. Yeah, especially if you're on the weak side of the ball. Like, like, see if the wide receivers for the Eagles are more to the left and the weak side is your, like, keep that contained yeah. as much as you can. You don't want Hearts to kind of just play that second uh, read on mm-hmm. the weak side of that defensive end or the outside linebacker or whoever that may be and just run up the ball up through the middle or out to the weak side. You don't want yeah. that. It's it's the number one offense against the number two offense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, so, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think uh, when was the last time we actually had both number one seeds playing against each other in the Super Bowl? It's been a couple it's, of years it's at been least. A while. It's I think been it's a seven, while. eight years ago. I think. I, I think so. Yeah. So, and and that and in that respect, it is nice to see, and mm-hmm. as a as a like a casual nfl fan per se yeah like you're you are seeing the top two teams from both conferences in the super bowl it's not mm-hmm. like there was a big major upset in the conferences or wild card or anything like that it kind of yeah. fails it kind of fell suit to how the ranking the the rankings of the playoffs kind of worked out it's like yeah number number four took out number seven number two took out no the only big uh, the, the biggest one was the big shocker was probably the vikings in the mm-hmm. nfc that was probably the biggest upset, um, yeah. but uh, but other than that, it's um, aren't we all Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah, aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> yes, Elizabeth. I feel you. Yeah. I feel your pain, my dear. I feel your pain, and I believe we have a new viewer as well, Olivia. Hello. Yeah, absolutely. So, sorry, Paul. Take oh, it yeah, away. I, I got it. There we go. <laughs> Welcome so, along to Olivia for tonight's show. Yeah, welcome. Um, so, um, what else has been happening? Sorry, I'm just going to pull up pull up the comment here that Steve, Steve brought up in terms of Emmett's comments on the pro football talk tonight. We running backs and play calling are very interesting. Mm. And Graham, we kind of went in, into a little bit of a depth about this on Tuesday night. So, do you know? Do you, do you want to give us your own thoughts on what might happen at the running back position for the Dallas Cowboys? You know, the, the talk is Zeke needs to take a significant pay cut. Yeah. Tony Pollard might be franchise tagged. You know, give, give us your own feel for it. Yeah. It's um, it's interesting when you look at the Super Bowl. Um, there is no stud running back playing in the Super Bowl. 
No. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the the Chiefs have tried to address the situation. They've they've got first round picks in. Clyde Edwards Alaire was a first yeah. round pick. Yeah, he, he was, was wasn't he? Pick, yeah. But it was towards the end, and he probably he may well have been their best player on the on the board. Um, but there's no there's no stud in there to my knowledge. They they work it they work it very well. Um, by the looks of things, we're going to end up with Pollard on the tag, um, which it it kind of goes back to the way we treated Demarco Murray, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. give us one more season, and then you can go and make your money somewhere else. Um, yeah. He's not he's not the big banger running back that's going to take a lot of heavy hits, so he may well he may well have a, a longer. Uh, prolonged career than than Demarco mm. Murray, but he's not a three down back. No, no. Um, I I don't want Tony Pollard and and pass prediction as good as he is. I don't want him protecting that blind side or, or picking preach, up the blitz. Graham, preach, preach. Um, so you know, I, I keep hearing that, and you guys have brought it up in the private chat that Zeke has talked about uh, taking a pay cut. Um, still waiting on it. I have to yep. add. Um, this is the same Zeke Elliott that held out in his fourth year because he didn't want to sign the the the, the fifth year option. He wanted his deal, and mm-hmm. he got it because he knew yeah. he knew how important he was. Um, he still is. Uh, my yeah, he, he still is. Yeah. He still is. Um, at the minute, if if it goes if it goes through on the tag, the Cowboys will have roughly twenty five twenty six million dollars tied up at running back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. And, it, it, it's crazy to really uh, even fathom that, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I'm with you on this. Like, I like Tony Parlard, but I don't think, like, I'm very interested. I'm, I, I would still want to bring both of them back in. I don't want to draft a running back this year. The reason I say that I'm really interested to see under what Mike McCarthy can do mm-hmm. and Scott Mimer can do with yeah. a different type of with this different type of offense. We might actually get the old Zeke back. It might be more favorable for him. And we might see Paula play more as that backup running back, what she yeah. originally was. But I think it's really down to who the play calling complements a player a lot more than the other. Obviously, we, like I keep mentioning the, the comparison difference between the Scott Linehan offense mm. compared to Kellen Moore offense. You saw Zeke was more primarily utilized more effectively under Linehan, yeah. but under Kellen Moore, he was just basically used as a battering ram. Yeah. So, and- it'd be, so it'll be very interesting to see what McCarthy ha- has in store for uh, this uh, next season's offense because I think. And I'm I'm banking on this. I hope we do get to see the old Zeke that we did have for the first four years. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. And it's murky. It's it's really really murky. Like yeah. on over the cap, I've just brought up um, the the top end and running backs. Um, so the yearly averages are Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Zeke Elliott, Dalvin Cook. Derek Henry and Nick Chubb. Now, to me, Zeke is the stick out because 
McCaffrey, Kamara, Cook, Henry, Chubb, they don't have somebody competing for snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Zeke is getting just as much as them. Yeah, yeah McCaffrey, if, if McCaffrey is fit, McCaffrey is on the field. If Kamara's yeah. fit, he's on mm-hmm. the field. Zeke Elliott is now a situational player. Um, and he's, I, not, I, he's not designed for that. He's not designed for it. And you're about to franchise. Franchise mm-hmm. his backup. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's cloudy. It's, it's a cloudy situation. It's, it, it feels like a merry-go-round <laughs> just watching what's going on. Like As much as we, the, the front office, have done good and bad things this year, like we did criticise the Amari Cooper trade, the mm-hmm. thing we like, so, um, what's his name? Uh, Randy Gregory and that, but as the season went on, we made some really good moves with like so, uh, Hankins and T.Y. Hilton, etc. Yeah. Like, was this when it comes to when it's actually off season, we do make some really questionable um, decisions. I'll be perfectly mm. honest, and yeah. and I really just hope it does not bite us in the butt in the long on, in the long term. That's what I'm hoping for. As yeah. Well. So Lebarski is saying here, uh, how many of these teams were competitive in the playoffs? The good teams have shifted from investing in wide receivers to running backs. Uh, highest paid player, Christian McCaffrey, is a running back. He was on the 49ers. You know, so. Dalvin yeah, Cook was in the playoffs. Yeah. Barkley, um, Zeke. Um, yeah. But when you look at the other teams, well, Joe, Ma- you could put Joe Mixon in there for Cincinnati, I suppose, to a certain degree. Um, yeah, he's on 12 million. He's not yeah. on cheap change. Yeah. He's on 12 million. But, um, yeah. but yeah, but when you look at like, so the right receivers, you've got like, so you have Jamar mm-hmm. Chases, you have Stefan Diggs, you have Jefferson, Lamb, um, a. The, the names go on, but but when yeah. you look at, but I mean, don't get me wrong, and it's kind of when we mentioned you're talking about like so the running backs in this Super Bowl are, are not like elite type of thing, like they're just there to do their job. They're the running back by committee in a way. Um, mm. but, the, but you could say the same for the wide right receivers for these two teams, like maybe the Eagles do they do have their number one wide right receiver, but would you really put him as elite in AJ Brown? Uh, it's it's, it's questionable it's, it's questionable like don't get me wrong he's a top 10 wide receiver but i wouldn't put him in, a, in that elite bracket like he's, he's not made like draw dropping massive plays where it's captivated the audiences like that like catches that should never been catched put it that way you read my mind on that pod because that's exactly what i was going to say <laughs> to to give you a comparison of who is actually playing in the super bowl um clyde Edward Zelaya is obviously a first-round pick. He's still on yep. his rookie deal. He's yeah. $2.7 million. It's a bit of a fall after that because it, you've then got Boston Scott on $1.75 million. Yep. Uh, Miles Sanders on $1.3 million. Yep. Ronald Jones on $1.5 So And Ronald Jones was a pick-up. You yeah. know, because yeah. he was drafted by the Bucs. They're, they're getting by at running back. They're not... And you've got the other guys as well. What's his name? Pat, uh, Pat Piaccio? Piaccio? Pacheco. Pacheco. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for that, Brian. Um, I can never pronounce that guy's name, right? So I do apologize if he ever yeah. hears this. 
Jerry McKinnon as well. Oh my goodness. Trey Sermon. These are not, you don't buy these guys' jerseys. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. I mean, as, as, much, as, as much as one of them could be starting in the Super Bowl, um, th- they are not, they're not strengths of either team. Um, they, they get their they get their successes from the play action, yeah. you know they set up the pass, pass you to death, and then the running game comes into it. But yeah. you're not relying on any one of these guys to win you the game. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, Hurts does a lot of running with his legs. He's mm-hmm. he's the main Eagles running threat. But yeah, the option to to dump it off to one of these guys and stretch the field is where. The Eagles bring their stinger, um, and obviously Mahomes' arm makes everybody back off, which mm-hmm. creates areas for running backs. Um, um, they're in perfect systems. Put it yeah. that way. Brian, uh, I'm just going to bring up Joe's comment. Um, yeah, reg- go for reg- it. Regards to Tony Pollard, and he makes a really good point. We don't know, and it's more to down to the injury. Yeah, it's like like, and the, and it's a fair argument, like. If you're franchising yeah. them, like I'd rather give Tony Pollard a longer deal for him to recover and develop to come back. Yeah, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to give him a full-on franchise tag coming off an injury. I think that, to me, is a little bit on the silly side. If that was to happen from the front office, if if it was me, I would consider one of the other tags a transition tag or the exclusive rights tag, mm-hmm. because. Tying up, as Graham has said, tying up five or six million, which is the cost of the running back franchise tag, is too much. Yeah. And if you use, let's say, one of those other tags, you can get something for Tony Pollard. Um, I think I can kind of, I can kind of see the comments that Elizabeth has thrown in, um, and you know she's agreeing with what you're saying, Paul, and I agree as well. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's just something you have to be so wary. It's so much a buyer beware, yeah. and I'd let I'd let Pollard test the market. I would too. I would too. And plus, going into this, like when I say don't draft a running back, I mean don't draft a running back in the first or second round because there is mm-hmm. some really good guys you can get in these fourth rounds and fifth rounds. I mean, we got Tony Pollard in the fourth round for goodness sake. Yeah. So, um, but when you like, but when you kind of compare that to the whole Michael Gallup contract thing, yes, he had a down year. Yeah. We we rushed Michael Gallup back to because we needed them because yeah. everyone else was not pulling our weight. Yeah. And and unfortunately, it kind of left that cloud over Michael Gallup. Oh, is he worth that? Is he worth that contract? Yeah. Give Michael Gallup next season, then we can make that reassessment again. Is he is he really yeah. worth deserving that contract? I think having that like if you're coming from any injury and you've got a new contract, I think it's really um premature to kind of say, Oh, it's not worth it in that first year. Give it the second year, uh, yeah. I would say. So yeah. the second year is probably the more important because at least they don't have an excuse going mm-hmm. forward. So We've 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 given it twenty five minutes, and unfortunately, Lauren has had to go on IR. Um, oh, so what does that do for the draft? And who gets the Cowboys? Well, we you, just have to recalculate, won't we? Yeah, we'll just go over the floor. Then we're we'll over the floor, right? Yeah, 
yeah. Let's yeah. see what mathematicians in the crowd can bring. <laughs> so, Paul, I think you have another screen set up there, do you? Yeah, yes, I, to I, pull up I, for the draft picks themselves. Yes I, yes, I do. So, just so guys, if you can see our, if you're watching our podcast right now, you can see we are using the PFF NFL mock draft. Um, you can try this yourselves and see what you guys think and have a wee yeah. play about. Do all seven rounds. You yeah. can do trades, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But just to state what Brian mentioned earlier, that this is a no trade scenario, just for the first round only. Yeah. And we're going to break down every pick based on every team's needs and yep. why. We, and we can say why did we think this is probably the best choice? Yeah, absolutely. So. With with that being said, and, and in the interests of, of, of how we said we were going to do this, Graham is going to take the every is going to take the first pick, Paul will take the second pick, I will take the third pick, and we'll go round again on up until the the thirty first pick because the Dolphins forfeit their um their first round pick this year, so we only have thirty one picks. Yep. And uh, there's actually quite, I don't know if you guys can, if people are watching right now, if you can see in the board, there's actually quite a lot of teams that do not have a first round draft pick this year. Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, so there's San Francisco, there's the Rams, there's the Broncos, there's the Browns, and yeah, I think actually, no, and obviously the Dolphins. So four teams are don't have draft mm -hmm. picks, uh, first round draft picks this year. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, <laughs> uh, Labas is coming, coming in for you there, Graham. Oh, his bears, his bears, your oh, bears. Oh my goodness! All right, but is, anyway, is, guys, is, is there a bit of conflict of interest here now? Graham picking for one of the rivals of the greats, or Ian Wilson? But both are relevant. Let's not get ourselves wrong. <laughs> Great answer, Graham. Great answer. Uh, Let me know so... when you're back in the playoffs. Okay, <laughs> okay guys. So I don't. I guess without further ado, yeah. shall we start our first mock, dra mock draft of the 2023 season? Let's go for us. All right. So the Chicago Bears are on the clock. Now, yep. long-time long viewers of the show will, will know that I like to do a little bit of breakdown. I'm not going to just dive straight into my pick. I also think that the, the first team on the clock usually waits till there's about 30 seconds left on the clock, despite them yep. having decided three weeks earlier who they were going to take. They like their they like their name in the spotlight. So, um, we like our guys at the moment. At the moment, we have uh, a quarterback thrown at the deep end. Very little offensive talent. Um, not the, the 85 Bears defense have disappeared long into the sunset. Um, so we are going to stick with Justin Fields. We're mm -hmm. going to let him have a little bit more time. With the first pick in the 2023 NFL mock draft, the Chicago Bears select Jalen Carter. Oh, okay. Georgia. Georgia. Sweet. Wow. Okay, okay. A so defensive, a de a de interior defensive tackle going for number one overall. Mm. It's I cannot recall the la the last time that's ever happened. It has happened. I know that it, it has happened, but I think it's been a very, very, very long. Yeah. We've seen yeah. defensive ends. We've seen um, 
cornerbacks, we've seen offensive linemen, but I cannot recall the last time a defensive tackle has been mm. the first pick overall. So I did think about Will Anderson here, but we're in the NFC North, which run the ball, and mm -hmm. we need to start collapsing pockets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Paul, it's over to you with the Houston Texans, with their biggest needs being quarterback, O-line, defensive line. I think this one's actually quite a straightforward pick, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah. The Texans are needing a, a revitalized name in their team to kind of get their franchise out there after the whole Deshaun Watson uh, situation. And they've, they've managed to cope with the scraps for the time being, but you can't, you can't be the bottom of the picks for so many years in a row. So hopefully... Mm -hmm. This pick might change. Well, I'm not saying hopefully, obviously, be, be in the us being Cowboys fans, but yeah. in terms of the Texans fans, hopefully, this pick might change their fortunes. So, with that being said, the Houston Texans are going to select Bryce Young from Alabama. Very good. The, the, the interesting thing on this one, Paul, and I, I was listening into the draft show from yesterday, and they were saying, are there any concerns about the fact that Bryce Young is quite small and taking him here? Everyone said that about Kyler Murray, to be honest. Yeah, yeah that's true. Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> when when did they say, I wish they had said that about Doug Flutie all these years ago, and you know what I mean? Because <laughs> he was a, he was a great player, man. Like he just never really got the opportunities. He's, some other quarterbacks there because I think the game back in the early 2000s and 90s and that was just like you need to be a big tall lanky quarterback to be in the NFL but it's not yeah. not not nowadays you can be five foot five if you want to be a quarterback now as long as you yeah. can get them you know so it's over to me with the third pick for the Arizona Cardinals and again their biggest needs are O-line edge cornerback and for me, the, the the pick here that makes most sense, considering J.J. Watt has retired, Zach Allen is heading to free agency. They don't have a certified edge rusher, and I'm going to give them Will Anderson from Alabama. Mm. Makes too much sense to pass him up at this point. All right. So it's back to Graham with the Indianapolis Colts who need a quarterback, O-line, or wide receiver. What can I say? You you can't you can't win without a quarterback. Um the, the question is which quarterback? Um Do you want me I mean I don't I don't see I, I haven't read up on how the Colts see their current options. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> not excite me. They don't excite me too much, I have to admit. Um, the current quarterback room is Matty Ice, Nick Foles, and Sam Ellinger. I mean, if 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 Ellinger wants to take further steps, um, you could consider him somewhere down the road, but. Picking fourth overall, you, you hope to never be picking here again. Um, yeah, it's it's got to be quarterback. Um, mm -hmm. they, they don't have to give up anything. 
Um, yeah. They might they might pick up the phone. They might move down to 10, 11, 12 and see who's left. Uh, teams have done that in the past. Mm-hmm. Just before you make your decision, Graham, do yeah. we know if the Colts have actually picked their head coach? Is the head coach been official now? Because um, we don't know. Just what Saturday. So just Saturday, he's 100% the, the head coach for next year. I believe so. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look here. Yeah, Chris, Chris, I'm just wondering in case they bring someone else in, they may have it's a different still, still to be confirmed, I think. Yeah, because they've taken their time. Chris, that, that's a decision on itself because a head coach might have a different preference of what type of quarterback they may want. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. Um, but we don't have until then, unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, this is down to personal preference. Um, obviously, picking a new quarterback, you have the potential mm-hmm. to start a brand new system. Um, for me, it's going to be about pedigree, and it's going to be with the fourth pick overall, the Indianapolis Colts select CJ Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Really solid pick. So fifth fifth round pick. Or sorry, the fifth pick in the draft acquired from the Denver Broncos is the Seattle Seahawks, who are looking at edge, defensive line, and also quarterback. And guard and center as well. Um, yeah. See, this is a tough one. If Seattle were further doing, further doing the board, then I would have definitely said try and pick up an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To help help protect, but then again, I do I do see someone there who is an absolute monster there. Um, mm-hmm. I think they could do a little like definitely need to improve in the pass protection and stuff like that as well. I mean, always pick up a really good defensive end like some Miles Murphy and Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Um, but yeah, I'm actually going like if they're going the way the route they're going right now, sticking with Geno Smith. Who to me had a really great comeback season of all mm-hmm. of all players right now. The only thing that it was a downfall was that he was sacked quite a lot. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for it. Um, with that being said, the, uh, with the fifth pick overall, the Seattle Seahawks select Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. Ooh, that's an interesting selection, Paul. Are you considering him as a tackle or are you looking to play him as guard considering they got Charles Cross and Abram Lucas who are playing the tackle spots? Or are you looking to flip one of them in and play Johnson outside? Couldn't care less. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a nice problem to have. Yeah. You know, like basically you could you could pick your two tackles and play the third at guard. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have any problem with that. Yeah, and, there, and we've got a new new viewer as well. Welcome, Little Mac. Yeah, there, there there are a lot of calls for the Dallas Cowboys to draft a quarterback. So, Paul, keep your eyes peeled. Make sure there's a quarterback <laughs> available for us. <laughs> but with the with the with the sixth pick, and again, this is this pick was traded. This is belongs to the Los Angeles Rams, but they traded it to the Detroit Lions when they acquired Matthew Stafford. Their biggest needs are defensive back, defensive line, and linebacker. And 
I'm looking for someone to pair opposite my number two pick from last year in Aiden Hutchison. And I'm looking to have that double threat of two big edge rushers, two mean edge rushers. And the name that's sticking straight out to me in terms of who I would like to see them pick, and I'm going to make the pick, is Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. All right. So we're back around the horn, and Graham is picking for the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> another team who needs quarterback, O-line, and yeah. So before you see, Graham, I think this is going to be the most interesting pick because we don't know what the Raiders are going to do before yeah. the draft because yeah. there's so much rumours about Aaron Rodgers going yeah. to Las Vegas. So they might, uh, not, they might, they might not draft the quarterback. They, 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 <laughs> we could wake up tomorrow morning and there is no need to draft quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is making big waves to try and get Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, I don't know... What are they going to trade with? They just, they just traded away first-round draft picks uh, last season for Devante anyway. So He's not... I mean, he's, he's not a first-round pick. They're not going to get a first-round pick for... the contract, yeah. He has, he has... What, one, maybe two, maybe three, a very push... So it, it's not going to take a great deal, and I don't think the the Packers would stand in in Rogers' way if they decide to move on from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm so glad I'm you... not. I'm glad I'm not organising the money behind the whole situation yeah. because he signed a bumper deal. Mm-hmm. Um, whether so, that, can you go, Paul? Sorry, I was, I was just going to ask you a question there, So, what are you going to base this pick on? You're going to base it on as a, as things stand right now, or thinking about Aaron Rodgers' situation? Well, I don't think they're too keen on Jordan Love. From what I'm from what I'm reading and hearing, um, they would they would love to. No pun intended. They would love to get the old Aaron Rodgers back. Mm-hmm. I know, but no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, for for being a first round pick and having three years to learn. Um, I, I don't think it's it's too rosy for yeah. for Jordan Love right now. I don't know if I don't know if he's the future. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna say that they'll stick with Rogers basically because we could be again we could be here all night. Yeah. Um, from my understanding of it, there are there are three QBs in the discussion as top ten talent, and then there's a fall off to the next one. Um. We can all see him. He's sitting there on the board. Uh, so let's go with the assumption that they've moved on from Carr. They've got maybe a third, maybe a second. They won't get a first. They won't get a first for, for Derek Carr. Absolutely no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So I've waffled enough. He can he can start afresh with possibly one of the top five receivers in the league. Um Hopefully they keep Josh Jacobs around as well. With the seventh pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Oakland, uh, Oakland, the Las, <laughs> the Las, Las Vegas Las Raiders, Angeles. the Las, the Las Vegas Raiders select Will Levis, quarterback, Kentucky. All right. 
Good pick. So it's, it's over to you, Paul, with the Atlanta Falcons. And again, their needs are edge, quarterback, wide receiver. Yeah, so at this stage, if I was the Falcons, and if this was a trade scenario, I would look to trade down mm-hmm. um, and try and get more, more capital, pretty much. But obviously, I'm kind of outlining in terms of the drop of quarterbacks and stuff like that as well. I mean... Would let, really me ask, want... let me ask Paul. Did your did was that was that decision made up by what I just did? In a way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah. If Levis was there, are you thinking about Levis? I would. I would have picked Levis. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. This might be the first trade. Yeah, I you know, think you this. Could the, like, you I, could I, see I, the Falcons I, jump up. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if Shrouders, yeah. Yeah, that's a good show. So, I mean, if if Young or Shroud or Levis are not there before the Falcons, then I could see the Falcons go back, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but wide receivers, they're kind of in, like, the, the t- late 10s, early 20s range again. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go based on the best player available at this time. And, yeah. at, and uh, I'm going to go with defensive end, Miles Murphy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good solid pick. When I when I said at the start of the show that I was hoping that the phone would ring for the Bears, it's one of these three that I'm hoping is on the other end. You know, mm-hmm. a, a Raiders, a Falcons, a, a Panthers who can jump up to get their guy. Um, you're not going to get three ones anymore, but you might no. get two ones and a fourth or a third. Yeah. Um. For yeah. and for a team like the Bears, who could do with every pick, I think they'd bite their hand off to move yeah. down six places, pick up a one, and still get a top ten talent uh, mm. on defense. I think. Yes. Yeah. But again, it takes two to dangle. Yeah. And this is the thing. Like, I mean, obviously, look, the season finishes Sunday night. I think the officials final date of the season is maybe so at some stage next week and then you'll start seeing trades happening players moving you know yeah. once free agency kicks off that'll that'll help us set a better picture and just pulling up joe's comments here it's hard to know what Jer- what what our needs will be and what until jerry decides what he's doing in free agency and the assumption here is that jerry is going to cover himself with players in all positions that they can draft best player available. Would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It would make sense. Um, yep. They do like to shop in discount bin. Yeah. So, so getting back to our picks and the ninth pick of the draft belongs to the Carolina Panthers. Their needs are quarterback, cornerback, tight end, they're running not going to address quarterback here because they're, they're running, back, running back as well. Yeah, again, it's too high. I would say to take to take a running back. Um, you wouldn't think about Richardson here. No, no, no. I don't think Richardson's a first round talent. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him if he was there and he was the Cowboys pick. Okay. I, I, I don't rate the guy that highly at all. I think he's a third round talent at best. Um, 
So I'm kind of looking at the board there and the name which sticks out to me. And again, it's 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 about addressing a need for this team in Carolina. Um, you know, they have JC Horn, who we were very, very interested in in 2021. And I'm going to give them a guy to go opposite JC Horn. And I'm going to give them Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Ooh, I like that one. It, it was very tight between him and Devin Witherspoon, who's out of Illinois. But I would consider Gonzalez to be the better player. And that's why I went with, with, with that pick. It would have been one or the other on those two players. It's kind of what player you want. So flicking it on to the 10th pick, which origin, which does belong to the New Orleans Saints, but they traded it away. And I believe this was part of the, was this part of the Chauncey Gardner Johnson trade? Could I tell you, mate? Could yeah, not tell you. tell you. But basically this is some team from somewhere up north. Don't really care what their name is. There needs defensive back, edge, defensive line. Graham, yeah, it's only you. Yeah, we're we're gonna take here here we're gonna take Adam Roscar, the punter out of Rutgers. Let's let's stay professional. Let's stay professional. Are you not gonna give them a long snapper? <laughs> oh uh Lombardia made a good point. It may have been the Chris Olave trade. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. This okay. is why we love the interaction from our from you guys watching. Thank you, Thank giving, you. giving us, you know, we're 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 trying to do the show, talk at the same time and think. So we do appreciate all these kinds of comments coming in. So Graham, it is for you to pick for that team. Um yeah. Um PFF have them as uh wide receiver needy. Um it's not like they haven't tried to address it. They've got Johnson and Smith, who are both first-round talents. Yeah, um, and Brown, AJ Brown. What the, who did has, I say? He said Johnson. Has, has Graham tipped his pick already? No, I haven't. No. <laughs> they've got they've got Brown and Smith. I, I, yeah. that, see, that's who I was thinking of. Obviously, that's yeah. who I was thinking of. But um, yeah. They've got they've got bigger issues than wide receiver, really. Um, yeah. Maybe that's just the way it sits on the website. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not obvious. I have to admit, it's not obvious. Um, it's it's probably a little too rich for Robinson. Tenth um, overall. I know we've all seen the video, but wow, mm-hmm. it's it's one video uh, against. Yeah. In, in shorts and pads and so on. So, um, their their corner their corner situation is set. There's there's no center. Um, yeah, it's like way far down for a center. Yeah. Like don't need interior. The defensive backs, they're not overly set at corner because that's a good, that's a good point. They, they, they I think both of their corners are coming up due out of contract. 
So it, this is I have the the NFL site open and it is saying defensive back edge and defensive line are their needs. They have a lot of free agents on their um, coming up due on the roster. And they've got they've got Darius Slay and Bradbury. But I think Bradbury is a free agent. I think he only signed a one season deal. He may move uh-huh. on. Yeah, and Slay isn't getting any younger. No. No. That might actually help the decision here. Steve right, is okay. just it, it, put, putting in his Tuppence worth, and he says, I think they'd go with Robinson and just adding another weapon to help. Steve, Steve behave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got the number. They've got the number two offense in the league and the number three defense in the league, so they're doing mm-hmm. all right. As much as that pains me, that Matt. Um, okay. Uh, let's go with rarities and consider that Brandon Graham is thirty-four years old. Um, with the tenth pick and the. 2023 mock draft the Philadelphia Eagles select Lucas Van Ness edge rusher of Iowa Ooh. very interesting very very interesting it's a, I, I like I like the pick definitely definitely like the pick and I think Van Ness is definitely he's a rising and ascending talent and he's going to go further up the boards yeah yeah as, as the combine rolls around, as pro days roll around, so definitely. And Lebarski is saying it sucks that they're picking that early. It is true, and it sucks that it's hard to find needs. They're yeah. going to have needs, and they're going to be team yeah. that are going to be tight against the cap next year because if Hertz leads them to a Super Bowl victory, he's in. He's entering his final year of his contract. Do you not think he's going to want the payday? He'll be on more money than die. Put it that way. Yeah. So definitely the 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 comment from Jerry earlier in the week about sacrificing it all for one season. It could hold some water. Yep. Yeah, Brandon. I mean, Brandon Graham's thirty-four years old, and he's in the last year of his deal. Yeah. But we're not the only team who is adding void years to contracts. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon Graham is a $10 million charge against the cap for the Eagles in 2024, Oof. and he isn't signed. Yeah. So we're not the only team doing it. Yeah. We've just cheered up Labarski with our with our talk about how tight they are against the cap. <laughs> on the horizon, as he says. So, Paul, you're up at number 11 with the Tennessee Titans pick. And they are in need of O-line wide receiver or tight end. This one is a straightforward decision for me. All right. When you look at number 12 where the text has been there, they've just got their new quarterback. They wouldn't mind having an R wide receiver in their roster. Paul, you... It's Hello? the Titans, not the Texans. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know ah. but, I, but I'm, I'm using yeah. the Texans as my, my reason here. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and with 
uh, and obviously with them trading away AJ Brown last year to that team up north, the mm-hmm. wherever you want to call them these days. Um, a, what's the head coach's name? Is it Gable? Gable? What was his name? Is and um, Mike Vrabel. Vrabel. He was not happy with that trade, obviously. So he would want a get an a wide receiver there to actually help out Ryan Tannehill. So with that being said, with the eleventh pick overall for the Tennessee Titans. They select Quentin Johnson from TCU. Oh, I do like that pick. I like that pick a lot. They'll be if if that goes through, they'll be very very young at wide receiver because they've got yeah. Traylon Burks Traylon as well. So. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it's back around now to me with the Texans, and obviously, look, the Texans have addressed their glaring need. They've picked up their quarterback and face of the franchise for the next year at least it's the texans after all so for me i'm going to give them a little bit of, i'm going to give him a little bit of protection i'm going to pick an offensive lineman just to to give him that little bit of boost and peter skoronsky from northwestern is headed to houston i like that one So, at number 13, it is the New York Jets, who are picking quite low for them. So, again, their needs offensive line, safety, and quarterback. Yeah. That's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> quarterback. Um, wow, I'd love to have paid more attention to the Jets' season because... It kind of it kind of turned into a, a kind of round robin towards the end of it. It was like, who's going to start quarterback for the Jets this week? Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds like the Jets being Jets as usual to me. Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it, it's terrible if they move on from, from Wilson because they are, they are too quick to throw these quarterbacks in the bin. Yeah. Um, it's a huge step for them. It, it really, really is. I mean, it, you don't have to play the game to understand how big the step up is. Um, I mean, you, all you have to do is read about it. I mean, like, <clears throat> I mean, what do you guys think? You, do you think the guys move on from Wilson? The Jets move on from Wilson? I, I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think, think they will. I, I think they might because I don't think Salah wanted uh, Zach Wilson. I think this was a pick made by the GM. Zach Wilson was very up and down. Steve is saying here, Wilson's attitude has had some effects on their choice. And I agree with him on that. Yeah. You know, he's had, he's had plenty of um, encounters, so to speak. Um. So I think they might just go look. Let's move this circus out of town. They might. They might try and address the quarterback situation in, you know, in free agency or with a with a with a trade or something like that. There's going to be, you know, it's going to be guys that are going to be available. You know, Aaron Rodgers talk. There is talk of him going to the Jets. <laughs> Matty uh, Ice might be available. Derek well, Carr might be available. Hey, listen, listen, Labarsi just nailed this in the coffin for the Jets. They do have Hall of Famer and Mike White. Yeah. 
They do. <laughs> Can you imagine Aaron Rodgers being the second Packers quarterback to wash up in New York in recent history? Wow. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. Um, I can't. I can't buy into it. Yeah, I can't buy into it. Is, um, this, is, this, is this potentially maybe a point for BPA right now? Best player available. It may well be best player available, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you know what? Let's go for the first shock of the draft. Oh, okay. With the 13th pick overall, the New York Jets select Bajan Robinson, halfback out of Texas. See, I knew you were going to do that. I had a gut feeling. I had a gut feeling you were going to go running back there. Oh. I can't believe you've made that decision, Graham. I can't believe you're not going to put it on Paul to turn him down. No, Thank I mean, God. Thank God. I, I just I jumped into the the Jets roster. Um, they have they they they've they've invested quite heavily in running backs. They took Michael Carter in twenty one, Brees Hall last year. They have a lot of court running backs, but I mean, do you know as Broadus always says, build strength on strength. If you got a couple of good guys, add another one. Uh so um. They're a running team. Yeah. They're a run mm. first team. That, um, They've got good O-line, the Jets, to be they fair. They have a good O-line. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't see, they don't need safety. They don't need interior. They actually line. do need safety. Safety was one of their, yeah, safety was one of their considerations. Nah, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with the pick. Yeah. I'm well, it's too, it's too, well, you don't have to. Yeah, I wouldn't change it. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lebarski is just a point because he's Lebarski is another Big 12 guy. And as I said, I don't think Lebarski and Jamie Smith have ever been seen in the same room. So um, he, he, he thinks they're quite happy with Brees Hall at, that they wouldn't take another running back. Lebarski knows a lot of big flash, football. They love flash players in New York. They love breaking them. Unless they actually do something <laughs> screwed up in that interview. <laughs> um, so, Paul, it's over to you. Pick number 14, the New England Patriots, whose biggest needs are offensive tackle, wide receiver, and defensive back. <sighs> Yeah. This one, I'm torn between best player available and one certain player. Um, okay. Like for BPA, I would have picked Brian uh, BC from Clemson. Yeah. But, but they are needing my receiver. And what more would it be crazy for people in Massachusetts and Boston to pick a player 
from Boston. So with that being said, we're the 14th pick overall. The New England Patriots select Zay Flowers from Boston College. Wow. Wow. We are... PFF have the Patriots down as quarterback needy. Do we agree with that? Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely think that that could be something. So we're around to pick 15 with the Green Bay Packers who need safety, tight end, edge. Aaron Rodgers is sitting in a, qu- in a cor- corner quietly in the fetal position, wondering when they're going to get him a quarter or a wide receiver. There's wide receivers on the board. I'm looking at them and I'm going... Sorry, Aaron. It ain't happening. And I am going to make a very bold pick here. A teammate of his is already there on the defensive line. And I am going to take Nolan Smith, edge from Georgia at number 15. Oh, wow. Okay. Don't sleep on Christian Watson. That's, oh, that's no, all, I'm not sleeping that's on Watson. All, no. That's all I'll say. Yeah. We watch did. Out, we did. Watch out for Christian Watson next year. Yeah, we yeah we definitely slept in that one. Of all the games he turned up, he turned it upon us. Yeah. Lebarski, just in relation to the New England Patriots pick, Belichick will wind up taking some guy with a third-round grade. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to defend that, sorry. <laughs> Cole Strange was a late first early second round grade in my opinion I don't care what anyone says he still is absolutely I'm so sure Travis Frederick had a third round grade there Travis you go Frederick. Tyler Smith had a third round grade and I, I, I saw a redraft during the week which had him going at number 6 to the Carolina Panthers so you know, it shows what do we know. Uh, glad we could help Watson propel his season. Yeah, that's true, Lebowski. <laughs> so, Paul, we're back around the horn to you with the, the final final pick in the, the upper half of the draft. It is a divisional rival from was Washington. It, was it on me? It's on you. I picked 16. No, I picked Safe Flowers. It's back to you. Uh, or the, sorry, back to sorry, it's Graham. Sorry, my apologies, yeah. Graham. I seem to be getting a lot of NFC East. You do. Your <sighs> right. biggest needs quarterback, cornerback, offensive line. Graham, just to let you know, you're getting the Cowboys pick. Oh no. <laughs> See, yep. I just, I've, I've just calculated how. Oh, the pressure! I think it's you, Paul. No, it's towards the forfeit of the Dolphins. Is is now forced it onto Graham. Oh, oh. So I, I picked too early. Ah. See, there this is go. a situation where I should start my college viewing a lot earlier because. <laughs> Um, PFF have Robert uh, Richardson ranked 11th, and um, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you Jimmy Smith in disguise? Uh, yeah. Don't you dare screw this up, Graham. <laughs> um... I mean, get, can you really go with another Taylor Heineke season? <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, 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 Carson, Carson Wentz, Sam Howell, and Taylor Heineke. While you're thinking there, Graham, um, I'm just, I've just scrolled back up so everyone can see yeah. all the draft picks so far. So just to kind of recap so far, so... Number one overall was Jalen Carter. Two was Bryce Young. Three was Will Anderson Jr. Four was CJ Stroud. Five was Paris Johnson Jr. Six is Tyree Wilson. Seven, Will Levis. Eight, Miles Murphy. Nine, Christian Gonzalez. Ten, Lucas Van Ness. Eleven, Quentin Johnston. Twelve, Peter Stronowski. Thirteen, B. John Robinson. Fourteen, Say Flowers. And fifteen, Nolan Smith. And we're back to Washington with the 16th yeah. pick overall. Yeah. So I'm just, just going to give you a little something here, Graham, just on off the NFL site themselves. Washington had only one of PFF's top 80 highest-graded cornerbacks this season in Kendall Fuller. And Fuller has just one year left on his contract. I mean, the option's staring me in the face if that's the case. Mm -hmm. But you see, this is this is why this is such a great game because it's such the NFL is such a great league to watch. PFF don't even have cornerback listed for the Redskins, eh? The Commanders. Mm -hmm. um, so it's all about opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a helpful piece of information, Brian. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah. Let's go with the 16th pick. The Washington Commanders select Devin Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Okay. Um, over to myself. So uh, at 17, you're picking for the Steelers, whose needs are O-line, cornerback, and defensive line. Hmm. I think in this case, I you, I cannot mess up nope. the best player available. It's on left in the board right now. Yep. Um, it could do with more interiors, to be perfectly honest, as well. So I'm going to cut it short and sweet. The Pittsburgh Steers at number 17, select Brian Brissy from Clemson. Yeah, that's very good value at that position in the draft. And Labarski is very much behind your pick there, Paul. Um, you just don't know how many teams are going to address it as best player available. Yeah. Pittsburgh tend to go with that that way of yeah. picking in terms yeah. of best player available. Yeah. You know, so so it's it's not unexpected well, from them. In fact, let me just double check if it is Graham picking us. I'm sure it is. So, you're, so who's on the clock now? Is it back to you, Brian? It's back to me. So yeah. it's Brian on Lions, 
Tampa, Graham, Seahawks, me, uh, Chargers, Brian, Ravens, Graham, Vikings, myself. Crap, it is me. You called it. <laughs> did tell you you were picking for the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Graham, Graham has already broken your heart and picked B. John Robinson for again. I had I am so gutted. <laughs> do not worry. Do not worry. I will end yeah. up with the Cowboys pick. We do plenty of these during the off season. I will end up with the Cowboys pick at some point. Don't you worry. Yeah. So it's it's, it's like because me. Mike will set me up to have the Cowboys pick at some <laughs> point. Let's let's face it. It is back to me with the uh 18th pick, and it's back to the Detroit Lions with their actual pick. Um, and again, as we say, their needs defensive back, defensive line, linebacker is also a need. But I'm looking at a guy there on the board, one of the one of the players available, and I'm considering the fact that I traded away at the trade deadline one of my more elite weapons. Um, I spoke to the Detroit Lions UK group. Um, when we played them this season, and they were, you know, they were quite upset about the fact that he was allowed go in that trade. And I'm looking and going, I'm surprised this guy is still available. And in a class where there are a lot of great, great players who are going to be available in this position, I'm going to address another position of need for the Detroit Lions. And I'm going to take Michael Meyer, tight end, out of Notre Dame. Oh, I was not expecting that. Yeah, I, I, because of course they, they traded the way uh, Hawkinson, DJ Hawkinson. Yeah, I, 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 I completely like threw me off there. I was, I, I was thinking, when did they trade the way a wide receiver? I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no, you, you, I that, that's a yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. So Graham, it is back to you. Pick nineteen, and you are picking for the now Tom Bradyless, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unless Tom has re- unretired again in the last five minutes. <laughs> is it right that I've every selection I have made, the team is QB needy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll just take the Aaron Rodgers conversation as read. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's see. Still, a, he's still a Packer. We've we've. We've probably in, in real time we've probably moved on about an hour, hour and a half. So he's still a packer. Um yeah. hmm. Meyer would have been good here. Yeah. Did so the they're, rece- did the wide receiver position let them down when it mattered? What what NFL is telling us their needs are obviously quarterback, defensive back, and offensive line. You still have Mike Evans. You have um, Chris Godwin there. Um. Yeah. You, you have a lot of guys there at the wide receiver position. Whether they're going to be elite next season, I suppose, will depend on what 
the Buccaneers do in free agency? Will they pick up a quarterback in free agency? Probably. Might they might they spin the wheel and look to pick up the ginger ninja himself, who will probably be available. <laughs> or might they might they consider looking at the red rifle? Do you know uh, like um Dino Jeremiah uh, on the on the 31st uploaded his his top fifty. Bajan Robertson is fourth. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. In terms in terms of talent, <clears throat> Robinson is a top, he's he's one of the top five players. But in terms of need, we all agree running back is not a position you want to pick as top yeah. five or top ten pick. How sure are you on Anthony Robinson? I would say I I, I I can only tell you what I think. I think he's a third round talent, but played his college football in Florida. He's used to the environment. He'll be playing eight games a season in warm weather. He's played seven seven games a season in warm weather for the last couple of years. He might be an ascending talent. And for a team that does need a quarterback, you know, you bring in you bring in a veteran anyway to back him up and maybe let the veteran start the season and bring bring Richardson in as the season goes on. Because right now, <laughs> right now, to my knowledge, the starting quarterback of the Buccaneers is Kyle Trask. Another former Florida guy. <laughs> I mean, that's a scary Pretty, proposition. Yeah, I think he was Florida. He, he might have been Miami. If someone can correct me in the comments if that's wrong. TikTok. <laughs> I know, I know, TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna leave I, I'm gonna leave the Richardson conversation. Yeah. Um, it, it was indeed Florida, Brian. There's, there's, yeah. There's, yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be the Florida connection? Um yeah. Uh just had a quick scan it. Jeremiah's notes needs needs development. Um, yeah. Don't ask me what they're going to do at quarterback because I don't know. That, uh, Aaron Rodgers may well be the option there. Um, let's let's go with rarity and let's go with pedigree at the same time. So yeah. with the nineteenth pick. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Anton Harrison tackle out of Oklahoma. Mercy, Anton Harrison. Go back up. He was higher up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, I think Anton Harrison... All I need is a need. Yeah. Yeah. I think Brady would have liked an awful lot more time in the pocket. And yeah. I've... I, you know, I've said plenty of times before, you you build the foundations before you buy the Ferrari. And if yeah. they if they throw somebody that's not ready and at the deep end on day one in September, you might just get eaten up behind that O line. I mean, I know I know I know he's got the wide receivers, but Brady could get the ball out quick. A rookie's not gonna be able to do that. Yeah. So Paul, it's back to you, and it's the Seattle Seahawks are back on the clock. Um, just to give you the, the lowdown, they have uh, edge, defensive line, and quarterback needs. And I think we already took uh, an offensive lineman for them at pick five. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So it's over to you. And what is all the needs again, Soda? Sorry, edge, defensive line, uh, and quarterback. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go somewhere different. I think looking. I don't know what you think about their linebacker core. Okay. Like, just kind of so, like... If, if Jordan Brooks is one of their main linebackers. Um, I'm just looking at their roster right now. They've got yeah. Tanner, Darrell Taylor, Bruce Irvin, Tanner Muse, yeah. Cody Barton, um, Jordan Brooks. He's in IR. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose. Um cornerbacks there got Talik Woolen, uh, Mike Jackson, Trey Brown and Kobe Bryant. Not as mm -hmm. an actual Kobe Bryant, but that a different Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Um Kobe Bryant out of uh, Cincinnati. Brian, Brian yeah. did you say did you say quarterback as a need? That's what that's what the NFL site is telling me. I would disagree with that. Would I would disagree. I would disagree with that. Yeah. Like, especially... I, I thought Geno Smith had a pretty good season. So did I. The only thing that really killed him was he was getting sacked all the time. Yeah. Um, Helps when you... I, 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 I think... You know, I think, again, for me, making an app, I think this is now an app best player available. Can't let this player drop down any further. So I'm going to... Mm -hmm stamp it down so with the 20th pick overall the Seattle Seahawks let Brian Branch safety from Alabama yeah. solid pick I don't think you they'll, can go wrong they love a safety in Seattle yeah and, but, but that's what I was kind of thinking because I'm looking at they've got Ryan Neal and Crandy Diggs and Jonathan Abram yeah mm. I mean so the, the, Jonathan Abram I think is great Abram has floated around he hasn't stuck anywhere since yeah. um since he was caught by the Raiders. Yeah, he's 
he's he's got talent, but he's just trying to keep the job, really. Yeah. So it's background to me with the Los Angeles Chargers, the most boring team in the draft, the team that never anything. Kellen Moore's in town. Here we go. When you say boring team, you wouldn't say that about their bloody PR team, no? No. Get ready for 40 Burger every fourth week. Oh, my God. So the NFL site here is telling me their needs are defensive back. Offensive line, wide receiver, and as I say, they're the most boring team. They will have already handed in the card, and you'll be moving along to the Baltimore Ravens to make their pick. So I'm going to drag this out for a little bit of, um, bit of, you know, fun. So I'm looking at the board. I'm going there's a lot of nice guys there that I like the look of. Um, maybe, maybe. Luke Musgrave is a tight end there. Like the look of him, and Siaki Ika is another guy, and BJ Ojolari. But there was a name further up the list which did his, did his brother come into the league this? Is, Aziz is Ojolari. Yeah, is it? Yeah, are they brothers? Yes, I believe so. They both went to LSU. There you go. So. Get ready for 10-yard losses on trick plays and running on first and second down. Labarski, are you in this room with me? Do you know what I'm about to do? (laughs) Have Labarski and Brian been seen in the same room at the same time? Mm. (laughs) Very true. He did bring up a good point that Geno Smith's actually a free agent. Yeah, he'll resign with them. So... I've kind of I've kind of played the odds and I'm looking and going, there's a couple of wide receivers there still on the board who, who would intrigue me, you know, to go with Mike Mike Williams with Keenan Allen with um I believe Tyler Higby is my other is my tight end, is he? Yeah but I'm but but I'm playing it, I'm playing it out. I've I've known since the 19th pick who I'm actually gonna pick. And it's time for a Florida Gator to come on down. Osiris Torrance, you're now a Los Angeles Charger. Osiris Torrance, yeah. Osiris Torrance. And it's over to Graham. Ah, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are not a team who needs a quarterback. Really? Do you think so? <laughs> <laughs> The idea of Richardson to the Ravens kind of <laughs> might start the part a little bit. You'd never know. But according, as they say, according to the NFL, the biggest needs are cornerback, wide receiver, and edge. No, I think I think I agree that they're they're not QB needed because I do like the look of Tyler Huntley. Um, if they were stupid enough to do something stupid and let Lamar Jackson be traded or test the water, um, I've seen reports that there's there's a hundred million difference in the contract on the mm-hmm. table, which is ludicrous to me. Um, and Graham, are you talking about Pro Bowl Tyler Huntley? Well, I mean, the I I don't know if there's a a better like for like in the league 
than Jackson and Huntley. Mm-hmm. Can you guys think of a better one? They're, they're very similar quarterbacks. They're so similar. I mean, big arms, move with your feet. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to stay away from... Let's Let's just assume that Jackson gets it worked out. But again, this goes back to the whole... Yeah, I'm a top 10 quarterback, so it automatically means I get to be the highest paid, you know, just because there's, there's so few of us around. Um, grinds my gears, it really does. Um, but there we are, that's the situation. Um, the exact reason why Jimmy Garoppolo got the deal that he did. Um, mm-hmm. Never a top 15 quarterback in a million years, but becomes the highest paid. So there you are. Yeah. Um, Right, okay, so, uh, yeah, who are the Ravens wide receivers? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, uh, I, I would, I would, I would have get, to look it up. I'll get that for you right now, Did I mean, they also traded away Marquise Brown. Right now, right now last, on, last year. on ESPN, they have Sammy Watkins down as a starter. I mean, really? really? Mm-hmm. Is, is that how poorly off we are um i know they've got bateman but he yeah. ended the season so, on ir duvernay so, was an ir so here's their wide receivers they're demarcus robinson shamar bridges rashad bateman sammy watkins mike thomas devin duvernay james prochet the second and andrew isabella and tyler wallace i mean that is like I know all of those names, but that is a room full of guys and guys who have been cut by other teams and have moved around the NFL. Yeah. They could do with a nice Steve Smith type of number one guy, to be honest. Yeah. Not to, not to influence your decision here, Graham. As Lebarski also says, they're a bunch of small dudes, which they are. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, let me do one quick search. Bear with me. Hmm. How far away are we from the Cowboys pick? We're what? Four, four pick, five picks away? Yeah. Okay. So, folks, if you want to start, you know, putting in your thoughts on who you who you would like, maybe what are the names that interest you based on who's available. Um, hopefully between the three of us, we might we, we won't pick the guy that you want. Right, okay, here we go. Um, yeah, we have a, a room full of questionables at wide receiver. Let's get some help on offense for a change because might be just my knowledge, but do the Ravens not automatically pick a defensive player in the first round, like every yeah. single draft season? And obviously no. they're good on they're good on defense for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. But let's no. let's show the offensive side of the ball. There's there's no edge rusher here for from what I can see apart from Ojalari. Yeah. Um, there's Andre Carter the second from Army. Willow McDonald the fourth. You could probably get them later in the later in the round, but 
Um, yeah, let's get Jackson some help. So with the 22nd pick in the NFL mock draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Jackson Smith Nigba, wide receiver out of Ohio. Oh, Mike. Mike Poland is going to be quite disappointed about that. I'd say there might have been a pen toss from, from Mike. Come on, you, just, can't, you, can't leave, you can't leave it there. Yeah. But, uh, oh, Lebarski, I think, I think <laughs> Lebarski has revealed himself. There is a big, no, and you are dead to me, Graham. Would you have liked him to fall to 26? Is that the problem? That That is what um, yes. Rick Jones is saying. Doesn't work wanted, like that. He wanted Jackson Smith and Jigba 26. Doesn't work like that. Just look up last year's draft. That's why we <laughs> had so, so many question marks over Tyler Smith. Doesn't work like that, but don't panic. So, Paul, it's over to you with pick 23, and it is the Minnesota Vikings who are picking. So what's all their needs right now? Because obviously we've only got a short list here from PFF, and they can be a wee bit inaccurate. Yeah. So defensive back, defensive line, wide receiver are the picks. Really? Wide receiver yeah. as well? Despite they've got Jefferson and Andrew yeah. and, and Phelan? Yeah. Phelan is, Phelan is really pushing on, though, at this stage. You're going, how, how much longer do I have Thielen for? And Jefferson is a case of, do I want to maybe add a dude? And see if they can replicate, and maybe you're not going to pay Justin Jefferson the close to thirty million it's going to take to get that deal done. Hmm. I'm just gonna see if I can get the stats for the Vikings right now. I'm just want to check yeah. something. Okay, so Kurt Cousins was sacked forty six times this season. Hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. I think he's actually tied third overall in most sacked in quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something that's definitely brought to my attention. They could probably get still get good decent corners and wide receivers in the later rounds anyway. So and and I'm looking at one particular guy right now. Um, so with that being said, with the 23rd pick overall. The Minnesota Vikings select Bodrick Jones from tackle from Georgia. Very good pick. Very, very good pick. Um, so it's over to me with the 24th pick. Uh, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars who are picking here. Um, their needs are defensive line, offensive tackle, cornerback. I'm also looking and going. It's a quarterback there. Do I maybe need a quarterback? I don't think so. It, it, it is a time to maybe move on from the Sunshine Project and get a local boy in. He did get him to the playoffs. A guy who's played in Florida. Or am I am I yanking your chain? Of course you are. There's no way they're moving on from Lawrence. <laughs> so 
Looked Such a troll. <laughs> so what is intriguing me here is there are two possibilities on the board that I'm I I'm definitely looking at. Um I'm looking at who's coming behind me in the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys and their needs as well. Um and do I want to make that pick now and deny them of of this player? Um for me it's 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 coming down to two guys, two very obvious guys. Um and I'm gonna pick Cam Smith, cornerback out of South Carolina. Oh that's a yeah, that's a good pick. And okay, okay Graham. Over to Mr. Graham, who again picks for East. East team who need wide receiver. Who need interior offensive line and need defensive backs. I can't get over the need at wide receiver though. Um yeah, I'm just gonna have one quick check. Yeah. I don't see why not. With the 25th pick in the NFL mock draft, the New York Giants select Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Oof. Oh. 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 Oh, my. <laughs> so Graham has absolutely destroyed... The hopes of Cowboys Nation have taken a big-bodied wide receiver off the board in Jordan Addison. Paul, I don't think you liked that pick, did you? I didn't mind it, to be honest. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not that fully sold on Addison. No, I'm not. No, Graham, you're off Lebarski's Christmas card I, I, list. I, 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 I think I've. He'll be thinking I've taken two wide, two wide receivers just to annoy him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. So. To be fair, the, the Ravens play. and Giants are desperate at wide receiver. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. Here's here's a conversation starter for you graham did quarterback enter your mind at all for the for the giants considering no. daniel jones is a, is a free agent no no um I, I believe it or not he is a he is a playoff quarterback he's a quarterback of a winning team um and and to do it with the receiver core that he has mm -hmm. Yeah, you kind of you can't ignore that. You kind of have. I, I'm well. I'm almost willing to let jo, to cut Jones a break and think. Right, okay, maybe we maybe we were a little bit harsh towards the end of the contract. Yeah, I mean it was it was funny at the start. Don't get me wrong, it was really funny at the start. But he might not have Barkley for much longer. He's yeah. got a wide receiver core that is patchwork. Um, to get Addison, I think he'd be delighted, and to get him to the playoffs as well, 
in our division, I think we kind of have to cut Jones a little bit of slack. Very good. So, Paul, it's 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 over to you with the Cowboys pick for twenty six. Um, I think I know where I go with this pick, but you know, give us give us your thoughts and who who give us a rundown of some of the players that are available before you do reveal your pick and who, some of the players that are in your thoughts here at twenty six. Oh, the obvious choice would would have been Joey Porter right now, but. I am very, very tempted just to even pull the trigger on a wide receiver. Still, I know mm-hmm. it, might sound, it might sound a bit of a reach, but yeah. I am a, I am a big Josh Downs fan. Okay. Steve is just adding in his his tokens worth. Jalen Duncan or Cody Mosh, or if they're not keeping Schultz and with him still on the board, Luke Musgrave. I wouldn't draft a tight end necessarily. Yeah. Um, Graham, anyone there on the board that you would consider? I, I was going to mention one more, one more player, but yeah. um, but I'm even co- contemplating Trenton Simpson just to add more depth to linebacker as well. Well, you haven't mentioned the guy I would actually make with. I would, I would pick if it was me. But it, it, it is your pick. But Graham, is there anyone else there that you're looking at, maybe picking up? Uh, maybe an Antonio Johnson. Um, okay. I'm not too sure how we're how we're doing contract wise at safety. Yeah, um, we have we have Curse and we have Hooker. Um, Donovan like, Wilson maybe might be coming maybe, back. Exactly, maybe, and they like to play with. Yeah, Quinn likes to play with three. Yeah. Um, I mean, could you could you bring in Ojolari and? Get a little bit younger at defensive end. That that would obviously mean yeah. letting a few players go, but they mm-hmm. are at the moment. Um, it's it's not obvious. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll give that to Paul. It's not obvious. Yeah, for 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 me, the name that sticks out a mile, and is a guy I've seen mocked to the Cowboys in a lot of draft in a lot of mock drafts, is uh, Siaki Ika. Who is the defensive tackle out of Baylor? Who is a guy you could use as an anchor, as a nose tackle if Jonathan Hankins isn't coming back. And you're you're you are making the assumption they're going to cover themselves um, at at all positions so that they can draft best player available. Yeah, Fowler. Yeah. For me, I just can't let. Downs go away. I really can. I know it sounds, you guys may think it may be a wee bit of a reach, but we've been saying that quite a lot with recent Cowboys draft picks. We've may have reached, mm-hmm. but, they've all, but they've turned out to be really, really good. So yeah. I don't see why I don't see why this would be any different. So Labar, um, saying just before you do make your pick, Paul, if it's not a wide receiver, it's got to be Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. Yeah, it's, it's between Porter and Josh Downs. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Because the way I'm seeing it right now, we need to give Dak more weapons right now. And Joey Porter is, he's, he's five foot eight. He's a, he's a speedster. 
And that's, if that's one thing we need in wide receiver right now, speed. So it may be a reach. Sue me. I don't give a f. f. <laughs> so I don't, but I want to know what you guys think once I've made this pick. So with that being said, with the 26th pick overall, the Dallas Cowboys select wide receiver Josh Downs from North Carolina. Lock it in. That is that is the pick. So, folks, if you wanna if you wanna let us know what your thoughts are, um, Lebarski is saying get us that wide receiver. Paul Graham broke his heart. You denied him Jackson Smith and Jigbe. You denied him Jordan Addison, and Paul has gone out and got the wide receiver for us. Um, my own. I I would have gone with Porter of the two, but I. I yeah. I, I was Ika intrigues me. He really does, and he's a guy I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I, I think we've got a lot of good f- variety to pick from best play. Like, there's, yeah. there's, there's so many best player available, but the, depending on what you prioritize your position, um, yeah. would I say wide receivers are first priority? I would say so. Mm-hmm. Will Josh Downs be there when we come round to the second round? Absolutely not. Nope. I think it's worth the risk. Yeah. So why not? If it didn't, if it doesn't work out, then we cannot. And I think we're going to double down on wide receiver in the draft anyway. So mm-hmm. makes sense. Graham, let us know your thoughts. I don't hate the pick, and I fully agree with Paul's reasoning. Yeah. But is this an admission that we missed on the Michael Gallup extension? And is no. this an admission that Jalen Tolbert I'd say was, more ju- was not he's not a third round talent? For for me it's the Jalen Tolbert one. Gallup, I still think this season it's the prove it year, not the, not last season, but this year. So I think when when we've got Michael Gallup back to one hundred percent full health, along with like so Josh Downs and CD Lamb, and potentially that other wide receiver we might draft in the later rounds, that mm-hmm. will be an absolute arsenal of variety for Dak. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, like, just to, just to put this and put this another way as well. Like, we've got two proper wideouts. We don't really have much of a a slant runner as much. Like in terms of like a short a shortened wide receiver and like a like we don't have like your like your Edmonds and Cole Beasley's out there as much anymore. We don't have yeah. that. Josh well, Downs is that, but he exceeds that to the next level. So I'm just I'm just looking at the Bleacher Reports um, rundown on Josh Downs. So the positives is he's good downfield speed, reasonable deep threat. He has above average foot speed and quickness, smooth mover between the zones and excels at finding soft spots for the QB. Good yak threat due to change of direction skills and speed. Good hands in traffic for his size. Comfortable playing with bodies around, and he's a willing blocker. And that and that's another thing. Blocking, 
and hands. Yeah. That that's the two key things for me as well. Ball yeah. security. The other... I'm going to throw out one more, Paul. If Osiris Torns is still there. Oh, I w- yeah, yeah. I w- if Osiris Torns was there, I probably would have picked him. That would have been too too good of an opportunity to miss out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. if if Torrance is there at twenty six on draft night, don't hesitate. Run that card up to the podium. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm going. I'm going to ask you the question. I think Rich Jones might ask John Michael Schmidt, Cody Mark. Did they enter your thought process, or was was twenty six too rich? I think 26 may have been a wee bit too rich. Cody Mark, potentially, but he is a pure tackle. He can yeah. play he can play guard, but uh Schmitz is definitely I would would have considered, but I think if we do bring back McGovern and keep him stable. What's that? I don't think we're bringing McGovern back. Too many other needs. Hmm. That's that's why I asked the question of, of Torrance because right now we are as it stands as to as of today we have a hole at left guard. Yeah. Um but hopefully like like we like they've done in the past, they fill most of the holes before the draft. Yeah. And they'll probably have their guard in place. So it's not it's not going to be an issue. So wide receiver will be on the table at twenty six. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they they get guard sorted out so that we can make that kind of pick. You know? Yeah. So Paul, I'm just going to read out the negatives on Josh yeah. Downs. Obviously, he's look. He's five foot ten, weighs one hundred and seventy five pounds. Like that's very small for a modern day wide receiver. The negatives: small bill plays. Play strength suffers greatly. He's a slot-only player due to his size and strength issues, and he can struggle to leap and pinpoint the ball at its highest point. He's not a vertical ball winner. And that's the I think that's the thing, the thing we've lacked the most, though, is we, we've no had a right receiver in the short yards. Yeah. Like, we've got two guys that can play the deep threat in CD and Gallup. We don't really have... Anyone but like a Dalton Schultz to play for the short games, yeah. So again, that kind of helps me justify why picking Josh Downs makes more sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, but, but guys, get your comments in. Do you think is a yeah. bit of a reach? Feel free to let the comments come in. Who would you yeah. have picked? Like, we we would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, like yeah. Yabarski's commenting I was gonna ask at this point sorry Brian I was yep. asking at this point um I was gonna ask is there a tidy kill in this draft but the cowboys probably wouldn't take him anyway who's this sorry is there a tidy kill in this draft a speedster um who's oh, the but then again the cowboys probably won't take him even if it's on the cards I don't think Hold on, a tidy kill is it's Wils, um is it Tank Dell or Michael Wilson that we're looking at? Jalen Hyatt, probably. I would no. say no. No, no, he's not. He's not that fast. He's he'd be a four, four, really? four, five guy. Uh, what about Marvin Mims? No, no. Like, who is who is the Cowboys player that takes the top off? 
You know, that's that's what I'm getting at. I mean, yeah. if it's going to be West Coast system under under Mike McCarthy, then that's fine. But I just I would like to have speed at yeah. some point. Anyway, I, I'm conscious that we're one hour and fifty minutes in, and we've still I, got a few picks to make. <laughs> oh, Hyatt is a four two nine. Is he? Mm-hmm. That's why I said him. Because yeah. I was going to say, because J-Tut did the whole breakdown on Hyatt, and he looked really, really quick. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of saying. I thought Hyatt would have been, like, would, would the in, the second, in the second round, second 100%. Round. If he's there in the second round, that would have been our wide receiver. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I will say, like, if, if I decide to go with Joey Porter or Ica, then yeah. I would do everything on my path to get Jalen higher in the second round. Yeah. That would have been the guy to get in the second. Well, the concern with Jalen Hyatt, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with him, is one season of production with Tennessee. That's it. So you're you're kind of pinning your hopes on him doing it's it. A, and that's kind I, of what we did with Jalen Talbers. Again, it's a gamble. And don't forget, yeah. we made we made the gamble with Micah Parsons with him taking the season out. Yeah. Yeah. So look, we're 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 coming up on two hours. We still have five picks to make, so we'll move along anyway. The Buffalo Bills are picking at 27. Their needs Offensive line, wide receiver, linebacker. Um, I'm looking, and again, it's too it's too easy to not make this pick. Joey Porter Jr., cornerback, is pick regardless of what their needs are. Cannot okay. leave him on board past this stage. Fair play. So Cincinnati Bengals are up at 28. Their needs are defensive ah, back, offensive Bengals. tackle, tight end. Hmm. Kansas there for Pittsburgh as well. They, they do need a line though, but there's no one really good there enough to kind of go for a first round. Is there a need at quarterback? <laughs> no. Well, if 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 Labarski is who I think he is, I think he's screaming at the screen right now and saying, "Let's trade Joe Burrow to the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> and they'll have a vacancy." <laughs> Yeah, there's there's not much wrong with that offense. Yeah. Um, besides the might, O line, besides the O line, they might need yeah, a tight could. end. Yeah, tight end. Yeah, like that probably makes the most logical choice. If it was me, Musgrave is a shout. Yeah, but like Hayden Hurst is an unrest is unrestricted. Drew Sample and Mitchell Wilcox are on expiring deals, and Devin Asiasi is entering a contract year in 2023. So let me get the depth chart for um a for Cincinnati, and I'll see what it is like. I'm just trying to look at def- <clears throat> defensively as well. So mm-hmm. give me one moment. Uh-huh. So Cincinnati, where are we? Okay. <clears throat> So, in terms of, well, okay, 
linebacker, they've got Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, Akeem Davis-Gaffler, and they've only got one middle linebacker. One. Only one. Mm-hmm. Marcus, so, oh, so I'll list up all the linebackers they've got. Logan Wilson, Joe Batchy, Clay Johnston, who mm-hmm. played the the wide, uh, the W, uh, middle linebacker is Jermaine Pratt, Sam Backer is Akeem Davis, uh, Davis Gaffer, Marcus Bailey, and Kendry Jones. So they've only got seven linebackers there. That's more than we have. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lebarski really is trolling tonight. You trade Dak and Gallup for Burrow and Chase. I don't think I don't think the uh, Cincinnati Bengals would take that trade. Nah. Uh, um. Yeah, let's let's give them let's give them some more help on defense. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the twenty eighth pick in the twenty twenty three NFL mock draft. The Cincinnati Bengals select Trenton Wilson, linebacker out of Clemson. Uh, Simpson, you mean? Uh, Simpson. Yeah. Okay. So. Paul, it's over to you. Uh, we pick twenty nine. Officially, this um, is my last my last pick. This is your last pick. It is um, the New Orleans Saints after picking up the. You don't. You don't need to tell me the. the you don't need to tell me the needs for this one. Because I know who well, I'm picking. I know I'm picking for this. Quarterback, defensive line, interior offensive line. Punters are people too. I think now is probably the right time to pull the trigger on quarterback for San Francisco, New Orleans. So, mm-hmm. um, kind of they're kind of relying on like a Dalton and what's his face uh, is the, like mm-hmm. the hybrid tight end quarterback, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. So I think that being said, now it's time to pull the trigger on it. So with my last pick for tonight. And with the 29th pick overall, the New Orleans Saints select Anthony Richardson from yeah, Florida. Yeah, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Definitely, definitely makes sense. Um, we're down to the final two picks, and it's between myself and Graham Wilson. And according to NFL, the 30th pick is going to reside with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I wondered where we were going to go with this one. Do we want to flip a coin or do we want to keep Graham picking for the NFC East teams? If anyone wants to make a comment. Yeah, guys, get your votes in. Should we pretend should we pretend that the Kansas City Chiefs are number 31? <laughs> let's uh, let's have a little bit of fun. Let's see who's still with us and watching. So the pick at 30, 30 who's gonna pick a 30 
and who's going to pick at 31. So effectively, we're asking us who you think is going to win the Super Bowl this weekend. I think I'm picking for the Eagles. <laughs> Unless you are. <laughs> yeah. So, as I say, we're 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 almost at two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Labasti has just said he's now officially unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 been a pleasure, Lebarski. We've enjoyed your contributions to the show wildly. Oh, get this man a freaking medal, honestly. This oh, Joe, I I don't believe Joe. I I can't believe you're actually doing it to me. Joe is saying he's still here, and yes, Kansas City are winning the Super Bowl. Joe, you're not going to make me pick for them, are you? Yeah, you're not honestly going to make me pick for that team. Oh. Let's get. Let's get. Right, I think the whole of Cowboys Nation wants you to pick for the Eagles. Right, so, so oh, we'll oh, oh, yes. Right, 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 right. So, so what we'll do, right? So, announce who you're going to pick for the Eagles, but we won't pick it on this yet. So, therefore, we can actually make it official yeah. on the board. So then, when it comes to Kansas City, we'll make that selection. Then, right after that, then we'll put the Kansas City one. After that, so it's on the board properly. Yeah. So I can't believe I have to pick for them. Let me see what is there. What is there? Do you want me to scroll down a bit? Can you scroll down to the punters? Bear in mind, they've already taken edge. They've already taken edge. And Bijan Robinson is gone. Oh, that's a scary prospect. <laughs> um, oh, 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 I've actually, I, I, I know who I'm going to pick for them. Well, I know who, I know who I'm going to pick. All right, so just announce who you're going to pick, but we won't add it to the actual board yet. So the pick for that team is running back out of Alabama. Oh, hold on. Jamar Gibbs. Wow. Okay. Jamar Gibbs. All right. Okay. So I want to add that to the list yet. Yeah. So wait till Graham picks. Okay. His. All right. So let me bring up the board back up. So the... The needs for the Kansas City Chiefs, Graham, offensive tackle, edge, and defensive back. And according to PFF, it's wide receiver and D-line. Yeah, I know who I'm going with as well. Okay. Um, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right, but with the 31st pick, the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs, so like Psyche Ica. Yeah. Defensive lineman out of Baylor. Okay. And finally, we'll go back to running back. And just uh, just to come from that again, we are uh, – so we um, the Philadelphia Eagles are selecting who, Brian? Jamar Gibbs running back out of Alabama. All right. And here we have it, folks. And let's see how this is – 
how it's all planned out. So as you can see here on the screen, folks, uh, let me just scroll that down a little bit so you all can see that. So let's recap. So number one, Jalen Carter, two, Bryce Young, three, Will Anderson Jr., four, CJ Stroud, five, Paris Johnson Jr., six, Tyree Wilson, seven, Will Levis, eight, Miles Murphy, nine, Christian Gonzalez, 10, Lucas Van Ness, 11, Quentin Johnson, 12, Peter Stroloronski, 13, B. John Robinson, 14, Safe Flowers, 15, Nolan Smith, 16, Devin Weatherspoon, 17, Brian Brisey, 18, Michael Mayer, 19, Anton Harrison, 20, Brian Branch, 21, Osiris Torrance, 22, Jackson Smith and Jibba, 23, Bodrick Jones, 24, Cam Smith, 25, Jordan Addison, 26, Josh Downs, 27, Joey Porter Jr., 28, Trenton Simpson, 29, Anthony Richardson, 30, Psyche Aika, 31, Jamiah Gibbs. So how 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 do we do, folks? What uh, are your thoughts? Labarski is uh, shockingly says great draft, Paul. Great draft, Brian. Graham, angry face. <laughs> Honestly, I cannot wait for the day you used to actually meet up for a beer. It's just going to be absolute hysterics. I know it's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> The boss guy. I hope you. I hope you're actually gonna sh show up when we're there for Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving game this year. Because uh, we we definitely would love to uh, kick it back for a couple of beers. But you're good, sir. But yeah, I mean, look, this is all going to change. This is only a first. It's a first mock draft. It's the first one with not, with the season still well. The 2022 season is still ongoing officially. Yeah, but no free agencies have happened. No trade. Nothing. Nothing's happened yet. So yeah, we're, we're just going based on what we do know as of this moment. So yeah, guys, guys, I, I, we'll I'm, I'm just down. gonna, I'm just gonna step in here and defend myself a little bit. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take you back to 2021. Right, <laughs> the cowboys are sitting there at 12, desperate, desperate for cornerback help, absolutely pining for, for cornerback help. Is it going to be Horn? Is it going to be Sartan? Is it going to be Horn? Is it going to be Sartan? Who did we end up with? Parsons, Parsons, second round. Who did we end up with? And Diggs. yes, calm down. No, it was that it was Kelvin Joseph. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't forget we also got an extra pick for, for dropping down. Yeah, was it was yeah. it which turned yeah. into Chauncey Goldston? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All but I'm yeah. saying is it'll be all right on the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm actually I'm I'm very happy with my choice. I know some people out there might kind of disagree, but we'll see what social media will have to say when this will be posted on our social media. So yeah. be very interesting to see what people's thoughts are. But is it a reach? Who knows? Yeah. So Lebarski is saying, if it helps, I was jumping out of my seat when the Panthers took corn. I only wanted Sertan. I'm in agreement with you. Patrick Sertan was 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 who I was looking at, but and we ended up with defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, 
12. To be honest, yeah. I actually I actually wanted running uh, like running back, uh, linebacker more than I did cornerback. To be perfectly honest, that year, hmm. I did say that. Yeah. Uh, but you have to remember this was before Trayvon had his eleven interception season, so we true. we that's really true. weren't sure what we had at all at that's cornerback. True. That, that's very true. All right, and we're back. So we're back. You can see all of our pretty faces again for everyone who is tuned in. We are going to do the 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 wrap up. So I'm going to throw it over, Paul. If you want to give a shout out to our wonderful friends of the show yes guys please check out our sponsors at cowboysexperience.com where you can get meet and greets stadium tours game tickets and ultimate tailgating experiences and much much more be sure to go to their website and check out all the upcoming fixtures for the 2023 season once the schedule gets released and if you do go to a game be sure to use the code uk cowboys because guys you will get a free care package which includes Lots of little giddies and possibly some chocolate pudding. There we go. As 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 Mr. Jones would say, don't be a clown. Get free stuff. stuff. Simple as that. Graham, Graham, I'm not I'm not gonna be mean to you after all your meanness throughout the show, and I'm not gonna ask you to do this. Um or should we? No, we well, won't do shouldn't. that to you, Graham. We won't do that to you. Do you want to give a shout out to the, our fellow creators? So in the run up to the draft, make sure you tune in to um, some of our friends of the show, Big Game James and um, Jay Tuck are always present on Twitter. You've got Skywalker Steel. These guys will be hugely busy heading up to the draft. You've obviously got talking with, uh, hanging with the boys, talking cowboys, um, SB Nation, KT Funhouse. Um, yeah, a lot of great content out there. And um, make sure you 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 tune into the world's team podcast. Yeah, yeah. When does that go out, Paul? Every Saturday. Yeah, and Graham, it's it's okay. Lebarski still loves you. That's good. After a few giant, after a few giant coats, she was used to will be hugging out. Oh, I love you, man. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I'll be on the Jaeger train. So, Paul, I give you, I'll give you the final shout out of the evening. I, as I say, I wouldn't be that mean to Graham that I'd ask him to do this. Yes, guys. So, as we, as I kind of mentioned before, us here at UK Cowboys fans, we are going to Dallas in 2023 as a group. We would like to invite everyone as part of the group to come over along with us. As part of our sponsors, Cowboys Experience, they've put together a brilliant travel package. More details will be available once the schedule gets released. And um, so that will include your game tickets, the stadium tours to the star, the stadium, meet and greets, and much, much more. When I say it's going to be a really good package, you do not want to miss it. So please be sure to contact with us or contact direct uh, Cowboys Experience for more further information. Yeah. And as we say, thanks to everyone who has commented throughout the show, who's given us their thoughts. Uh, we had Joe saying, great show. It's just after midnight in Italy. So, you know, yep. we know people are tuning in from all over the place. As we say, Joe's yep. in Italy. Two-hour show tonight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it was worth it, Graham. It's worth it. it, was and, worth and, it. and also, j- just to Joe, bought a Sarah. I've had a date. So, <laughs> so um, 
just before we do get out of here, I know myself and Mike were talking about starting up Project Prospect next Tuesday. Both of us made the mistake of uh, not realising next Tuesday is actually Valentine's Day. So everybody should be uh, otherwise tied up. And Mike has a date with his lovely wife, Reen. I'd love to say I have a lovely day with my wife, but she's fecking off for a week with the girls. <laughs> so uh, I'm I, I'm on my Todd for next Tuesday. But uh, we, myself and Mike, might change that show to Wednesday. So stay tuned. We'll keep you. We'll let you know on on social media what the plan is for um for for the show that we would normally do on Tuesday. And for sure, the guys will be back here next Thursday, nine o'clock here in the UK and Ireland. Uh, four o'clock on the East Coast, three o'clock Texas time, one o'clock um, on the Pacific Coast, and 10 o'clock in Central Europe. But guys, it has been a pleasure. I'll give you the final word. Well, guys, it has been fun tonight. Pleasure as always for Brian and Graham. Have a good weekend, guys, and hopefully it'll be a Kansas Chiefs Super Bowl featuring and not the Dirty Bugs. So, yeah, Dallas forever, Philly forever. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs>